0: It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, ESPN Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. Going to sit on a hanging curveball right here and hit it into the Royals' bullpen. Hey, It's got to be a hanger. (laughs) Yes! Ryan Lefevre on the call! 22 straight kicks converted by the 40-year-old kicker. Sports Zealous Show starts now. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Good afternoon, everybody.
1: Isn't there a guy that does that? Mad Dog used to do that. Good afternoon, everybody. Now he's on serious. We're on ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at ninety-six point five FM.
2: I thought you were trying to do the uh, the Brent Act on the air.
1: No, no, I was not. Nope, was not doing that at all. Uh, still. He had issues with me calling him out because he kind of sort of suggested man-to-man as opposed to 2-3 zone. Syracuse basketball, though, is on our agenda of things to talk about. Jim Bayheim will join us. Scoop and I talk to him every Tuesday, and we'll discuss, well, the Duke game. We'll discuss the Wake Forest game. We'll discuss some Jersey numbers. We'll have a discussion on that leading into our conversation with James Arthur Beheim. Jim Beheim, number thirty-five, when he was on. The Cuse, number 21 when he was in high school. Same numbers, Buddy Boeheim more. Kind of neat. Yeah, it is cool, Buddy saluting his dad like that. Let's get things started. Here so we- can
2: I break down the fourth wall real quick? Okay. Is the interview loaded? Uh,
1: I have it right here. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. It was totally The Matrix. I'm blaming The Matrix, not human error. Not specifically my human error.
3: For those of you who aren't following along, the... Interview with James Arthur Bayheim mysteriously
1: vanished. <laughs> I, I thought there was more. I'm sorry. Are you guys done? So, so we speak to Jim Bayheim at about two o'clock every Tuesday. I've been doing this for over 20 years. And then that translates to the three pointer on my former full time gig of K-Rock, which I'm still on seven to midnight. And then we would air that and we still air that smoothie who's on the air now in the three to seven slot for those that don't know. He still airs that at 545 at the end of the ride of five. Well, of course, now that I'm doing the SportsZilla show, the Syracuse version on the brother station out there. And of course, with with you fine folks, the the Utica version as well. But we were looking to air that, of course, 530 on Tuesdays when we talked to him and we air that at 330 in the Syracuse version when we talked to him. And I had saved the file and all of the audio for all you audio geeks or radio geeks out there. So I thought it was ready to go, but it was only saved for the three-pointer version that airs on the brother station, not saved the version that <laughs> we would be using. And we get about, I don't know, 30 seconds away from getting ready to air that. And I'm like, and say the file in the right directory. We're just going to have to make something up here real quick to dance around this. And then during the commercial break, I'll go save it. And Matt actually jumped in. To and which I tried
2: to help you out with that. And yeah. it still didn't transfer over for you.
3: Yeah, so... Uh, Allow me to translate. Uh, there was a moment where Rain was, Alas, the James Arthur Bayheim interview has gone into some sort of broadcasting Bermuda triangle. But you guys, g- g-
1: come on. <laughs> give me give me some credit here, because it's happened to both of you, too. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. With different things. Not in this particular Look, instance, where it was totally my fault, and I deserve... Well, happened to me, too. I tried to save you. And what happened? The life raft got... Taken away. It did not show up. It has to like transfer in like the whole computer network system that we have from studio to studio and room to room. It, it takes a few seconds to actually transfer. So even though it was technically saved in the other room in a studio, it, it didn't get here yet. So, it has its own personality.
3: It's its own matrix. It does what it wants to do. And when occasionally you add in operator error, yeah, that might have been my fault. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> then
1: the boat goes down in the Bermuda Triangle, never to be found again. Listen, I, I, I can't spin, Doctor, this any other way. I I, I was, I, I bonered it, man. <laughs> I messed it up. I skirted up. I fumbled the ball. I threw an interception in the fourth quarter, trying to come back, down by six. You garoppolo it. Yeah, I did. I did. You shanahan it. Okay, so here we are. SportsZilla <laughs> Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, 96.5 FM, as they say in the sports radio business. We're now moving on. 13, 10 AM, 1350 AM, ESPN UR app. Go to your app store, get that. You can listen, go mobile with us, take us anywhere. Stream at ESPNUR.com. If you have an Amazon Alexa device, just enable the skill and then say open ESPN Utica Rome and you're good to go and you can listen with us. Podcast is always available. Our Syracuse and Utica version of the Sports Illustrated Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So, Bayheim. About 5.30, we'll talk to him. The Trent Cole Show is available at ESPNUR.com in the podcast section, Audio Vault. Uh, that was, of course, Trent Cole Show was yesterday. It's every Monday from 6 to 7. When we're done at 6 tonight, well, Utica Comments Insider, which we air, or we broadcast Mondays from the 72 Tavern, actually re-airs right here if you'd like to re-listen to that.
3: And if I could just say... Please do. Mikey Pietro is one of the best interviews any journalist any news media any sports talk person could have he's absolutely
1: 100% genuine the the amount of uh, kids and parents that were in the 72 tavern when Scoop and I were there interviewing him yesterday it, he he takes time with every kid pictures autographs he's fantastic with the families he's impossible to dislike it's we we have it's we're it's special to have him here playing for the Comets right now at this point in his career.
3: He is enjoying every minute of this experience here in Utica. And he's enjoyed every bit of it up to now. And juniors, I mean, the the guy is a a leader, too, at such a young age. He's a guy that everybody in the locker room can look up to. So
1: uh, we've uh, also got a friend coming in to talk to us about the Battle of the Colleges eSports at the Adronik Bank Center. We're going to get to all those details with Phil LaVonco. He will be joining us in studio in just a couple minutes, which means we're probably going to talk some UCFC. And I have a, have a feeling he's going to want to rant, uh, rant about his Mets. Isn't that what he That's asked That's what he asked. That's what he wants to do. On Twitter, he wants to rant a little bit about his Mets. So we're going to let him do that also. A few other things of note that you need to you need to be aware of. You can like our page on Facebook. It's The Sportsilla Show. You can find us on Twitter at ESPN ESPNSportsZilla.com and the station's pages, three social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at ESPN. are. We will be joined with Jason Fitz. We were supposed to talk to him tomorrow. I know that we have mentioned that a couple of times. If you listen to Golic and Wingo in the mornings, I, what did he have to do? Uh, he has to fill
2: in for Will Cain tomorrow.
1: So he's actually filling in for Will Cain. So. so it's
2: my understanding that he'll be having his own show right after Levitard and then going right into his own show again during Will Cain.
1: And normally uh, we'll be starting out on Wednesdays with regular interviews with Jason Fitz, fantastic broadcaster. If you haven't happened to catch him yet, five fifteen. Utica City FC with a four three win this past Friday over St. Louis means Ryan Kids in the Hall, the head coach, will join us at five fifteen on Thursday. The captain Bolhialavitz will join us on Friday at five fifteen for the soccer fans. Pass that information along. Uh, Utica College Hockey recently won 9-1 to over Nazareth. The Brain, Gary Heenan, their head coach, will be in studio with us. That's tomorrow. Utica College basketball-related, 83-66 to win versus Elmira. This past Saturday was their last game. That means their head coach, Sean Coffee will join us on Thursday, and we'll give you our regular installment on Thursdays of Coffee for 3. And, man, we've been busy today making sure we have a lot of stuff ready for everybody here on the Sports SportsZilla Show. But we have Jeff Niddle who is the owner and runs Accelerate Sports, which, trust me, if you're a sports fan or a parent who has a kid that plays sports, you know all about that amazing facility. Yeah, it is fantastic. Up off 840. It's gigantic. It's just fantastic. Uh, My daughter plays uh, in a softball league there right now. It's always packed. There's just so many people out there that it's filling a need. It, it, it just lacked for so long, and it's just it's just outstanding in every way, shape, the and Blue form. The Blue Sox will even
3: train out there yeah. uh, on occasion, especially when the weather's bad. So there
1: he is, without further ado, in his Mets shirt. I wonder if that's why it was. Th- I'll get that out of your way. Uh, there's a little idea what we're going to talk about. Since you're here, Phil Levanco, he he's the videographer for the Comets for Utica City FC and really anything that happens at the Adirondack Bank Center uh, with his fantastic bald head, that great beard. Bald brotherhood. Yeah, man. my man. It's we're
4: outnumbering out <laughs> everyone now. It's, good, it's good, to have you.
1: good to have you in studio. We were stalling a little bit pending your arrival because we wanted to talk about, and we finally got all of the shameless plugs out of the way, the Battle of the Colleges Esports at the oh, eight, yeah. ABC. We have a pair of tickets we're going to give out while you're here. Awesome. So everybody knows. We also have some tickets to the golf show at Turning Stone, February 14th through the 16th, which we will give out in just a little while. But you're good. You situated. Um, Let's go. Okay. Tell everybody what's happening because esports is huge.
3: huge. Huge. It's huge. Are you? It's amazing how these tournaments have come up with these huge pots of money. And if you would have said, I don't know, 20 years ago, that people were going to be able to make money doing this, I would have maybe laughed at you, but they're definitely doing that now.
4: It's huge. But it's also natural progression, right? Like. Who would raise their hand and say they held a, a college tournament of Madden or or Mario Tennis when we were in college? You know, Tecmo Bowl. I mean, we all played it. We all sat in our dorm rooms, you know, and I played my roommate and then the winner plays this guy. That's This right. is the natural evolution.
1: Now it's, of course, of, interconnected, basically. Yeah. As opposed to having to... Nothing nothing was worse than if you were playing with your buddies and you lost. Oh, and then you worse. had to go find something to do until they, were, they done, were done. So you could oh. take winners. <laughs> that oh, would drive worst. me crazy. Have you broken controllers over the years? and, and I gaming mean, equipment? I, don't, How I many? don't
4: think anyone...
1: Can can say they haven't. What was the first one you broke? Mine, the very first NHL '96. The... <laughs> Did you always want Gartner on the? I always wanted Gartner because he was so fast. So,
4: for whatever reason, they changed the game engine. You couldn't score any goals on NHL '96, yeah. and it was the most frustrating thing in the universe. I used to play with my brother all the time. We would fight over the Rangers, and then you know try to try to play with, with Was Rick that on there. the Psychogenesis? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. a Genesis game. Um, and it was impossible to score on the goalies because the wraparound move didn't work anymore. The old around the goalie move, because he yep. can never move laterally. That's right. So they fixed it, and they overcompensated. The goalies were impossible to score on.
1: And, oh, many controllers broken. I broke the gun from Duck Hunt. I had this <laughs> black-and-white TV in my bedroom, and I used to get the snicker. You know he snick when he snickered at you? And I'm like, why am I getting so angry <laughs> at this game? I have serious anger issues. I've so, let a lot of that go in the last 30 years, though.
4: So we at the Adirondack Bank Center are dipping our toes into this esports game. We're going to be hosting Rocket League and Super Mario Brothers. we all played uh, Super Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. um, which is a game that's been around for decades on the Nintendo platforms. I'm a huge fan of Rocket League. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Rocket League, such a simple game. Cars and soccer combined. It's three-on-three three, uh, teams trying to score goals with their vehicles, and this is our sort of bringing esports to central New York. We have colleges. From all around the country that have qualified for this tournament. And they're going to be here on Friday playing either Rocket League or Smash Bros. I was
1: I was interested when I saw that the press release for this came out of Vancouver. Yes. So I want you to break down how this all filtered down to the Adirondack Bank Center. So it's Alpha North Esports and Entertainment announcing... Battle of the Colleges. Now, this will take place in the 3,860-seat multipurpose arena known as the Odd, home of the Utica Commas, the AHL affiliate of the NHL's Vancouver Canucks, Utica City FC of the MASL, Utica College, and on and on and on. Uh, But they're going to be playing for, uh, it looks like, up to $5,000 competing in Rocket League and, as you said, Super Smash Brothers. It's Friday, February 7th, so obviously we're three days away from this. But tell us a little bit more. Like, take so it from there.
4: Alpha North is a company in Vancouver, and they reached out to us. We reached out to them, and they're going to help us put on this event at the Adirondack Bank Center. So they're bringing in the infrastructure to host Multi Platinum, where the arena, obviously, and the teams, the ECAC college sports, right? The ECAC has their own esports division and we've had teams qualify everything from Penn State you know to Syracuse locally Syracuse down by my region LIU post mm-hmm. i mean so they i mean these teams have had to qualify to to get here and us and alpha north are partnering to do the event at the odd so I'm it's up. not just like a couple of uh, college no, this kids this isn't
2: like this is good quality this content this isn't like
4: poly v utica college this is i mean this is e sports this is a college level um, endeavor
1: for sure syracuse university university oh, yeah. of rochester sony canton potsdam uh, potsdam elmira college Roger, liu that you brought yep. up penn state i mean malloy college too shout out long island so this is some serious stuff what, oh yeah how did the discussions come about over there with all you i know i mean i know everybody that works over there at the Adirondack bank center so how did this conversation start where it eventually evolved into this and we said hey we're gonna do this. Oh yeah! This is a big. This is a big thing. I, I mean, I can't stress enough. If you're not familiar with esports, how huge it is. So this is
4: just the progression of sports, right? For sure. And we, at the odd, basically identified that this is something that we wanted to bring to the region, to the area, because it is so big. This is the sort of uh, progressive nature of 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 us in the building and and just sort of reading reading the world and reading the sporting landscape. And how it, big Twitch become, and who became else is because and that's doing it. the thing too. Right? Who else, else is
3: doing it around here? Nobody. Nobody. Right.
4: I mean it's it's we are in the unique position to be able to bring a high level esports competition to the area. Uh and a well organized event too. You know what I mean? Like we can we can bring in the ECAC uh and have colleges from all across the Northeast come and 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 play in our arena. I think it's just a sort of natural progression. Of events in in the building, you know, and it's it's a great job by us and and the front office staff to sort of recognize that this is big. It's massive. Like Maddie said, I mean, these guys on Twitch, 50,000, you know, hundred thousand views just to watch these guys play Rocket League, Fortnite, Apex, all all of the games, FIFA, you know, PUBG, another
1: oh yeah, one. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, listen. You need to rant about the Mets, too. Oh, boy. We promised we'd give you a chance (laughs) to do that. So you hang with us for a few minutes? Of course. Okay, Phil LeVonco on behalf of the Adirondack Bank Center, because Alpha North Esports and Entertainment announces the Battle of the Colleges. It is on Friday at the Adirondack Bank Center. I just want to take care of a couple of quick details on this for you. Begins at 1 o'clock. Rocket League will be on the main stage. Smash Brothers on the opposing end. The doors open at noon. That's this Friday, by the way. Yes, that's this Friday. Ticket information... Empire,
4: Adirondack Bank Center, Empire uh, State dot com. Yeah, tickets are 10 bucks.
1: Okay, so there you go. Uh, we'll, we're going to cover this again throughout yeah, the duration sure. of the Sports Illustrated Show. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Phil. He'll rant about the Mets, and we've got a pair of tickets. Let's so do it. Let's wh- what number caller you want? All right, my lucky number is 9. Let's go 9. Number 9 on the phones right now, 315-768-1310. Gets those tickets. You can go on Friday. ESPN Radio, Utica Rome, now
0: at 96.5 FM. The SportsZilla Show is now streaming on the ESPN app. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. SportsZilla Show,
1: ESPN Radio, Utica Rome, now at 96.5 FM i got a couple of thoughts on the Knicks that I want to get to. We've got Jim Beheim to get to at about 5.30. We'll talk to him. That happens every Tuesday. Keep it locked. We have tickets to the golf show at Turning Stone, which runs from the 14th through the 16th. We'll give those out by 6 o'clock. And, of course, we're going to take you right up until the re-airing with Mikey DiPietro of Utica Comets Insider, which was originally broadcast last night from the 72 Tavern.
2: And congrats to Ryan on winning those esports
1: tickets. Ryan got the esports yes. tickets. We're going to tell you what that's all about again in a few minutes. If you're just joining us, we have Phil Levanko in studio with his director of video productions for all things Adirondack Bank Center. That's UCFC. That's Utica Comets, and there's a lot more. So basically, and now esports. So basically, tell them what you do. I hold the camera. He holds the camera. I
4: hold the camera. I make memes. That's what I do. What I went to college for, really, is to make memes.
1: We got the glue guy Matt Page, the boss, in here. I'm Rain Scoop is here. We got Nick Ailes putting it up on Facebook Live right now He's at
4: my bald spot
1: right at now. ESPN. You are on, <laughs> there. You go on Facebook. Yeah, put your yeah. put your Utica City FC powder blue yeah. hat oh, bag yeah. on. That's why I wear a beanie all the time because our Syracuse version. We have the Twitch camera over here, which will eventually make its way over here to the Sports Illustrated Show in Utica, but. I'm like, if I don't shave that, you know how it is.
2: Uh, it's just, and you got to do it every week, and it's just, it's a lot of upkeep. You know, we also joke with him that we're going to CGI advertisers right in the
1: side of his head. I mean, <laughs> yeah, our boss, works. our boss, head will be like, yeah, yeah. yeah and we call him Mr. Krabs. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, we could, we could fit a logo right there. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, how much, how much can we get for that? You, you know, it's, it's look one thing that.
4: the process that the hair is leaving, and then it's a whole new process for the upkeep. You know, because you get your hair is leaving you to begin with. That's a whole emotional roller coaster. And then you have to realize that you're shaving every week.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's, well, he, it's, he gets a little help from gentleman's corner. So on occasion, I do get the hot towel head shaves. Highly recommended if you haven't done that. I know you've been over there, but I'm oh, telling yeah. you, sit down in the chair. Let him do it. It's sold. The best thing ever. Your head goes oh ah, afterwards. <laughs> it, you cannot possibly ever have that feeling if it's not a basically Paulie with his big beard. Yeah. Massaging these oils and things into your head. And it feels I've great. never
4: dreamed about. Pauly massaging oils in my head, but
1: now (laughs) will. You will afterwards, I assure you. It's a brand new world we're living in. You brought up the eSports thing again as we were rejoining here for everybody listening. Give them the rundown on that yet again. And then the microphone is yours to rant about your Mets.
4: All right, before I get dangerous here, eSports. On Friday, doors open at 1 p.m. We are hosting Rocket League and Super Smash Brothers at the Adirondack Bank Center. Ten bucks. 10 buck tickets, come on in and watch the fastest growing sport. I'm going to say sport. I don't want to get into any of that. I think it's a sport because you have to acknowledge the power that is esports and the
3: competitive nature oh, yeah. of the people that play it. How long do you think this whole competition will last on Friday?
4: Uh, well, it's from one to seven. Okay. Entire thing. So there's going to be. I mean, there's rounds of this. Like you said, it's organized. Oh yeah, it it is a full organized
3: uh, tournament. And there's a five up to five grand. A five grand prize. One of those, or for different categories, or how's that work?
4: Uh, One for Smash and one for uh, the uh, Rocket League.
1: Okay. So these dudes are playing for ten thousand dollars. I'd be motivated too. I mean, I don't. To me, that's a significant amount of money. <laughs> that's you know it's pretty good for college students. That's uh, some Barrett pizza money there. It sure is. What
3: what do you got about the okay. Mets? That's
1: on, so they, like broke, what's jabbing your booty here.
4: First of all, this is why you don't wear logos. Okay. Because today I look like a schleb for wearing a Mets logo. News broke today that Stephen Cohen, who had formerly Agreed to own or take ownership away from the Will Ponds. Eh, a
1: little bit shaky ground now. And this is personal for you as well, because for, for I grew people up that don't ten know-
4: minutes from City Field. Now You're- I'm taking the hat off because I'm getting heated.
1: Right. Phil Phil is from NYC. I mean, I, I,
4: I took the bus to games. I remember nineteen eighty six. Uh, you know, I remember two thousand. I was in the building for twenty fourteen. I am a Met fan through and through. And we have made, I said we, I even dropped we. I do it all the time with oh, my teams. It's very whew. Um, but Stephen Cohen was supposed to be our way out, right? Because the Will Ponds, I mean, it's well documented sort of the mismanagement of the Will Ponds. They're inept know, in a lot of ways. Easy, yeah. yeah. And ever since the Madoff scandal and 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 you know, it's been about cost cutting and, and never really hiring the right people. You know, uh, signing the right players because not necessarily what you're doing it matters the number. Still paying, you know,
1: Bobby Bonilla every July. Well, 1. that's I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a
4: yearly punchline, right? Yeah. yeah, the Bobby Bonilla thing for sure. Um, but Stephen Cohen was our way out. He was going to take the team, and I mean, we're talking billionaire with a B, um, multi-billionaire, you know. And I mean, in the shadow of the Yankees too. I mean, you know, the little brother to the to the Yankee juggernaut and and this was going to be our way you know the will ponds we sort of win almost in spite of the ownership groups that are there and then when it
1: falls it falls hard I so i think luis rojas with the situation with baltron being involved with the houston that was can't scandal. win
4: that was can't win because you either are firing a club legend which ended up sort of happening or you're sort of turning an eye to what was obviously a elaborate Cheating scandal, and you're dealing
2: with that every press conference, every
4: press conference,
1: every press conference. And your and your first baseman who just hit over 50 home runs, yeah. he is a big fan of that hire. And when he's yeah. buying in, and he's kind of become the de facto leader of this team based on performance, everybody's going to follow him. Oh yeah, so it was a good move. It wasn't the cosmetic, pretty move that a Beltron would be with the name recognition, but you're going to end up liking him. Because all that matters is those 26 guys. Now there's 26 guys on rosters this year, that new rule. But as long as they all buy in, and there's some good pitching on this team. I mean, team. we've had
4: the pitching forever. Mm-hmm. You know, from Harvey, Syndergaard, DeGrom. I mean, DeGrom, the pitcher of the decade. It's amazing. In New York. Two, two Cy Youngs in a row. And, and and we can't, you know, have to have a pitching staff of this caliber. But now it's about hitting. You know, this era of baseball is launch angles and analytics, which is fine. You know, but it's not as much pitching as it used to be, you know, but the Mets have always sort of tiptoed around becoming the juggernaut. You know, the Cespedes, your lightning in a bottle, sign him, and then he
1: falls off fighting wild boar or whatever, <laughs> you know,
4: and only Mets
1: way to go. Took a massive pay cut oh, because my, of it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, well, being an NYC kid, you know, growing yeah. up there. Were you a basketball guy? I know you're a huge soccer guy, but were you a basketball guy? St. John's basketball. What about? I, am I
4: allowed to say? Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. That I
4: blame Syracuse for ruining the Big East. Really? I mean, because they left. They
1: left. That's right.
4: I mean, there was nothing better than Big East Conference Finals. At if Madison they stayed, Square it Garden. would still
1: be the Big East for sure. Oh,
4: for sure. Uh, Jerry Mack, you know, standing on the after hitting the shot. I mean, those were battles. I mean, that's the Big East I grew up with. Same Georgetown,
2: Syracuse, Georgetown,
4: Syracuse, Seton Hall. Yep, those games are commemorated
3: on the walls of Madison Square Garden. I mean,
4: how many? How many college basketball conferences got their thirty for thirty?
1: True. I mean, this was. Listen, it made the big. It went from the Big East was the best college basketball conference to now it is, in theory, the ACC based on the play. You know the teams that have jumped in there and and who's currently in it. But I ask, uh, referencing the Knicks and the NBA, because that was breaking news today. Steve Mills, I'm sure Mm -hmm. you saw this, was let go, and Scott Perry is now assuming all of the player personnel decisions, ultimately, and the trade deadline, glue guy, you're an NBA guy Thursday at noon, right? Correct. So there's a lot of discussion about ripping this team apart, but giving them 48 hours to basically According to Yahoo!, the Knicks are looking at Kyle Kuzma from the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma. Uh, Who is the guy in Golden State? Uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was another one. There's so many. Julius Randle. Basically, we're keeping R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, and anybody else. You can have them. They might want to keep Marcus Morris. But other than that, how do you feel about that? Or at least you're so aware of the fact that it's all about the Knicks in NYC. You know what I do you- mean, but it's...
4: Great synergy between ownerships to ownerships, right? Mm-hmm. When we talked about the Wilpons and sort of their unwillingness to get out of their own way. And Jim Dolan's the same thing.
1: It's, it's a nightmare. He's just the despised. same
4: thing. Why sit courtside? If you don't want to get booed, or if you don't have the skin to get booed,
1: yeah. And and when you don't get involved with the Rangers, I had said that earlier. But and you when you're st- fighting
2: NBA legends
1: and in you the stands, stick your nose yeah. in everything, everything in the biggest market. It's he's just horrible. He's worse than Jerry Jones. They're the <laughs> worst organization in sports, and I'm a diehard fan, and it drives me crazy.
4: It's it's way past comical too yeah. at this point, you know. But at least you know the Willpons was a bright light because. We had the light at the end of the tunnel there. Allegedly now with Cohen, it might not be there. But you got got nothing with Dolan, at least for the Rangers. The Rangers' greatest thing going for them is he's a basketball guy. He doesn't pay attention to them. He doesn't pay attention to
1: them. He ignores them. Yeah. And that's the thing. If he would just collect his money and let the basketball people do their thing and stay involved in no aspect of the Knicks, it would change things. But he has damaged it so so much that it's toxic for NBA players to even consider they, they won't consider how toxic the environment is with the Knicks to even consider coming and playing at the Mecca. We're on Facebook at ESPNUR. We're live with Phil Lovanko. He holds the camera, or you could say the director of video productions for the Utica Comets, Utica City FC, and all things Adirondack Bank Center. You're going to hang with us? Let's go. Okay, we're going to talk a little SU basketball, actually, because you kind of almost... You kind of jumped the gun on that, but we got the coach on next. So we're going to bring that into the sports. I I don't know if he's going to like what I said. (laughs) ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. We'll be right back. Oh, you're right. Want to do some tickets? I got to do the tickets again. That's why the glue guy and the boss is here. So this is for the golf show at Turning Stone. We're going to give you a piece of golf-related trivia if you are number 5 at 768-1310. That's 315-768-1310. Biggest golf show in the Northeast at the Turning Stone, the 14th through the 16th of February. Get on the phones.
0: Call. It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Couple things
1: locally. Well, first of all, Greg Burmaster, former Utica College pioneer. Where did he go, Scoop? He has changed teams
3: and he is now with the Quad City Storm uh, acquired by them from the Huntsville Havoc in exchange for future considerations in the SPHL. My
2: favorite player. Future considerations. Yeah, future considerations.
3: (laughs) Team names. Former Utica College captain. Havoc. And and Clinton hockey player.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, also from the UC Pioneers, they've teamed up with the 30 Foundation for this year's Gold Ribbon Game, February 5th, which is tomorrow. Pioneers are going to wear special edition gold ribbon uniforms to raise awareness for childhood cancer. Jerseys are currently being auctioned off and you can bid on them by sending an email to uh, I'm going to tell you to go to the go to CNY homepage for the for the information for the link. I don't know if I want to give that out on the air just in case. Online bidding ends at 5 p.m. on February 4th. So, oh, we've passed it. Oh, well, the game's happening. Okay. was trying to do them a solid and throw that in there, but we, we passed the expiration <laughs> well, date about it's, 40 it's, minutes the, ago. The oh. online bidding
3: ends at 5, but resumes in the arena at 6 p.m. on the 5th. There so there you go. You go.
1: Just have to go. So there you go. Okay. We wanted to also talk about well, we got to get to Jim Beheim. I know that. But I wanted to kind of set that up with an article on The Athletic by Matt Gutierrez, who does a great job covering the team. I don't know if you have a subscription to The Athletic, if you ever read his work. Uh, but he gave a, a nice little breakdown uh, when he went to all the scholarship players and he asked them the significance of their number. Why do you wear the number that oh, you wear? I love this question. Yeah. I, I do, too. Uh, and one of them that jumped out to us, uh, we had talked about this earlier, is Buddy Beheim. He wears 35 now because his dad did at Syracuse. But come to find out, he wore 21 in high school, and so did Jim. Jim wore 21 in high school. So that's just a neat, neat thing, in my opinion. But they had asked Merrick Dolajai why he wears his number. He's number 21, and he explained it had a little bit to do with his mom's birthday. Wasn't sure what month her birthday was in, but knew it was the 21st of that month. But that's ultimately why, when he came here as a freshman, 11 was O'Shea Brissett's number, 31 was Pearl Washington's number, so he ended up choosing 21. But they go through everybody. Elijah Hughes, Barama Sidibe, Bryson Goodine. He wears zero. Why? Russell Westbrook. Thought it looked cool. Warton High School as well. Why does Quincy Garrier wear his number? Why does John Bola Jock wear his number? Jalen Carey. It's all answered there. Joe Girard's the other one I thought that everybody would want to hear. So I'm going to give you his reason. He said he wears 11 because it means a lot in his family. His dad wore it at LeMoyne playing for John Bylin and he wore it in high school. His cousins wore it. It's big time for that family, and his dad is his biggest role model and taught him a lot of what he knows about the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's family for a couple of these guys. You know, I, I
3: very sometimes it's a, a player that they loved growing up, but, like, that's the Marek Dolajai story. It's his mom and the JG3 story. Phil LaVonco is going to
1: hang with us for a couple more minutes. We you got, know where Mikey wears his number? Mikey Pietro. It's, it's somebody's uh, birth year. It's his father's birth year. That's, we, 64. Had asked, we had asked him on the previous uh, mm-hmm. time he visited us on Comets Insider. We talked to Jim Beheim a little earlier. We want to air that for you right now. Phil, stick with us. We want to go through everything eSports related with you again before we close things out. So this is Scoop and My Conversation with Jim Beheim a little earlier today. Matt Gutierrez did an article on the significance of numbers that the players on the team wear. And it's funny because Buddy Beheim's answer was I wear number 35 because my dad wore it as a player here. And I also used to wear number 21 in high school. And I learned that my dad also wore number 21 in high school. That's pretty neat. Unusual. <laughs> <laughs> What's the significance in the numbers that you wore? Just what they gave you, or did you pick and choose them?
5: No, I think they were just given. I don't remember any significance to them at all. What about buddies
1: wanting to wear 35? That had to mean a little something to you.
5: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's fun to see that. I don't pay much attention. I don't even sometimes know the numbers that player, our players are wearing. I don't really keep track of that stuff, but... Uh, yeah, it's nice to have it out there it's uh, it's a good it's a good thing
1: Marek doologiai wears number 21 and his game is just getting better and better and better and boy you want to talk about the the MVP of that game for the team I think overall I'm sure you agree I saw some of your postgame comments and heard some as well
5: well he's played tremendous uh, basketball for us he does so many things defensively plays forward plays center uh he's a really good passer uh, he can score now Absolutely a tremendous player. His development uh, uh, has been tremendous this year. I think offensively we've grown as a team. We're a very good offensive basketball team. Uh, A lot of options, a lot of different ways we can score. We're scoring inside and outside. Our defense is not as good as it needs to be, but it's a little better than people think. It's uh, uh, in the middle of the league kind of uh, defensive field goal percentages. uh, and, and uh, scoring. We're getting hurt inside. That's something that we we're really struggling with all year. But overall, uh, I think we're getting better there. But I, I know our offense has really improved from the beginning of the year.
3: So, talk a little bit about the next challenge Wake Forest.
5: Well, they're, you know, they're capable, like anybody in this league, they're capable of beating anybody. Uh, you know, it's just uh, the way the league is. These are good teams. You've got to play well. Uh, our goal is to keep getting better, to play good basketball and, and let the cards fall where they may.
1: Can I ask about Mike Hopkins, who has had some, some struggles this year in Washington, because it's a common refrain you hear about, oh, The Syracuse program was hurt so much because Mike Hopkins did recruiting, and we all know that's a bunch of nonsense. (laughs)
5: But I also <laughs> well, he did, did a lot of good things for our program, tremendous things. Jerry has uh, recruited a lot of our players as well, uh, and it's kind of a team thing. We all go after our recruits, and over the years, we've had good recruiters: Mike Tompkins, Troy Weaver. Uh, I go way back a, a number of really good recruiters. But he um, he he's, was the coach of the year twice in the Pac-10, two years in a row. And now, all of a sudden, he's not a good coach. Exactly. I mean, that, that's just the it's team just doesn't fit together. He lost his point guard. I mean, he you know, he they were beat Baylor early in the year. They looked like they had a chance to be a really good team. The only team to beat Baylor. And then uh, their point guard messes up in school and uh, you know, really good point guard solid point guard and now you, it's hard to win without a point guard. they really don't even have a backup point guard that's the, the real issue he was going to be the point guard this year and he just let him down so uh, you know there's not much you can do as a coach when you lose your point guard like that and they've lost about five one-point games because of it if you're in a one-point game you lose five games by one or two points without your point guard you obviously could have won three, four, maybe all five of those games. So, you know, you just can't go by by that. That's uh, that, that was a devastating blow to lose your point guard uh, like that.
1: Well, Jim, it's just the narrative that, that I guess media uses to try to dispel the fact that Syracuse, as it stands now without Mike Hopkins, suddenly can't recruit players. Which brings me to, for the 84th time, over 30,000 people in the Dome for the game against Duke. Unfortunately, a loss. It's an amazing recruiting tool, and it also is something that Dino Babers uses uh, as a recruiting tool. The whole school does.
5: It was a great uh, great day. The fans were great. And unfortunately we just couldn't get the job done, but which is always disappointing. But you know, our recruiting has been good. Uh we lost four starters from last year's team and you know, you just don't turn that over uh without any seniors and with the young guards. So uh I think these guys have played well. I think they're getting better and uh, I like the recruits we have coming in, I like the players we have. Lined up in terms of the future, um, and uh, well, you know, we'll see how it all works out down the road. But uh, the last seven or eight years, we've been. Ten years, really. We've been good in the tournament, but we haven't been great in the regular season for ten years. It's not just two. We've been good, okay, good, good enough to get in the tournament, but not a great team. And, you know, we like to get better. But we're we're happy getting in the tournament and doing something in the tournament, too. Uh, I think we've had the most wins in the tournament over the last ten years from a lower position so that's uh, that's pretty good.
1: Jim just last thing tell us about your Super Bowl experience on Sunday.
5: It was fun you know I liked it, it you know it's, it's fun to be able to do that and uh, uh, see a great game you know it was a great game we had a day off so it's good to get away and and, uh, and see a great game and we came back had a good practice uh, you know on Monday so everything's on the, in, in the right direction. Always appreciate the time
1: Jim thanks have a good week we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. So there's Jim Beheim. Listen up for him again next Tuesday. Who do they have next? Scoop? Who's uh? Is it who's their next opponent? Ques? Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Thank you. That's on Saturday. I, I knew it. You know, sometimes it just slips out of the brain. I got you. Tickets to the golf show, Turning Stone, February fourteenth through sixteenth. Right now, fifth caller 315-768-1310. We'll be right back on the SportsZilla Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM.
0: I am the regional manager of Dunder Mifflin Utica branch. Turns out it's a pretty easy gig when your boss isn't an idiot. Come on, man. Man, you disrespectful, stupid idiot. It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. And don't forget, just minutes away, a re-airing of Comets Insider at 6
3: p.m. At Mikey DiPietro join. Rain and myself last night at the 72 Tavern and Grill on Brother Station K-Rock. Fantastic interview. Great guy. Oozes charisma. Everybody loves him. Everybody wants an autograph. Kids there lining up to get little coasters from the 72 Tavern signed. Anything they could get a hold of. And uh, you'll get to hear that here in just a couple of minutes.
4: A registered dude.
1: Yeah. Mikey D P. I mean, you can talk up Mikey D. He's Uh, amazing.
4: He is one of the best humans. Great goaltender. A great athlete, well-decorated, and he is a better human than he is goalie. A a real registered dude.
1: I said to him last night when we were sitting there during a the break, I'm like, man, it, I might even set it on the air. You, you listen and you'll find out. But I said something in effect of, man, your parents, your, your dad, your mother, and your father just raised you right. Yeah, Like he just gets it. Yeah. He gets it at such a young age. It's really impressive. Your Utica City FC guys are going to be joining us. coach on Thursday. We got Bo on Friday. The next game is on Sunday. Tell everybody the details. Sunday, 2 o'clock versus Rochester. A little in-state action for you. And on Friday, starting at 1 o'clock, the doors open at noon is the Alpha North eSports and Entertainment uh, Battle of the Colleges. This is some serious stuff if you are into eSports, if you're a gamer. And
4: even if you're not, it's it's just action. It's... It's hard not to get sucked into competition. It's 10 bucks. 10 bucks to get in. We're going to have some vendors too. So it's going to be a little bit esports tournament and an expo as well. We're going to have tables set up for vendors to sell their, you know, sporting, uh, esports, you know, knickknacks and 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 Soaps and towels and, and props and gitch and things like that. Concessions open as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you'd be good sure. to go. So if you're if you're curious of esports, if you're a Rocket League fan, if you're a Super Smash Brothers fan, or you know, you're just curious about why esports is taking over the world and why you're hearing people like or are watching million view streams and on Twitch and things like
1: that, come check it out. I assume you're videotaping the event. Or are you just going to sit there? I think
4: I'm just going to watch. Just gonna I think watch. I'm just going to watch and absorb everything. You're going to get into it. Can you write me a get sure. out of work uh, note, yeah, please? Of course. Sweet. I'll notarize it, too. So it's empirestateticks.com. Empirestateticks.com or
1: the Adirondack Bank Center box office. Any last pieces of hype in 10 seconds for everybody before the event? What was Friday? your favorite video game growing up? Uh, the, the Super Mario Brothers. What was probably. your favorite video game growing up? Pac Man. Pac Man. <laughs> Maddie. I would have to go uh, Madden. Hey, he didn't. Madden? He didn't say pong. So we're good. <laughs> we're good to go. All right, we got to get out of here. It's of course, as you know, a re airing of Comets Insider next to Sports show back tomorrow at five. ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at ninety six point five FM. Thanks, Phil.
4: Anytime.